God said. Regular Bible reading, as we all know, is a vital part of our Christian growth. And since I've come to Christ some 40 years ago, can you believe it? I've endeavored to read a chapter a day. But this was the first time that I concluded the year reading Revelation 22 and began the new year with Genesis 1. Although I've gone through the Bible cover to cover many times, I've never had one year end and another begin with such amazing precision, which got me to thinking. Just as the last words in Revelation are from Jesus, inviting those who are thirsty to come and drink freely from the water of life and declaring, yes, I am coming soon, so Genesis 1 begins with God's words, let there be light. And then as I read on, I saw that in the Bible's first chapter, the phrase God said was repeated 10 times. What wonderful bookends these words are for us, God said. The muddle begins when humanity interjects their own statements in contradiction to God's words. Despite all that he's accomplished when he spoke in that first opening section, light, sky, dry ground, seed-bearing plants, sun, moon, stars, as well as every unique creature from water, air, and land, and then finally, humanity made in his own image, still we resisted. Do you know that it was only us that God blessed and said, be fruitful and multiply, govern the earth? God spoke a blessing over us from the very beginning. Moreover, he gave us the responsibility and authority to care for his creation. How incredible. Yet it only took the deceiver to speak against God and contradict God's truth with his lies, for us to surrender all we knew of truth. What does the word say? The woman was convinced, Genesis 3, verse 6. Many scholars have presented these opening chapters from various angles. Some have said it's all the woman's fault for the fall of humanity and the curse on creation. Others have offered that Adam failed to tell Eve the complete truth of the word of God, and so she misquoted God when she told the snake that God said, you must not eat or touch the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Still others remind us that a man shouldn't listen to his wife, for God said to Adam, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, which has caused a power struggle in relationships ever since. What a model. Sometimes it seems we're building the Tower of Babel all over again. So how can we avoid making these mistakes? As exaggerating the word of God as Eve did in a vain attempt to avoid temptation only to plummet right into it, or listening to the wrong voices that mislead us like Adam did, or building castles in the sky to gain importance like Noah's descendants did. The chaos and confusion is settled in only one way. It begins really with God said. And there are countless scriptures throughout the Bible that provides us with his instruction, counsel, and comfort. It's when when we deviate from the path that he's graciously set for us that we stumble and fall. 
As a new believer gaining confidence in the voice of the Holy Spirit and earnest to please him, I would often take the words that I heard within my soul at face value, forgetting to weed out my own desires and designs. Over the years, I've realized that although at times I accurately hear the word of the Lord, I don't always. Sometimes his voice is indistinct, likely muddled by my own self-will and foolishness. Yet just because I make mistakes, I don't stop listening. No, just as I don't stop reading his word, even if I don't fully understand every passage or stop praying even if the answers don't come right away or they're not what I want them to be. When Jesus teaches on effective prayers, he tells us to ask, seek, knock, saying everyone who asks receives, everyone who seeks finds, and to everyone who knocks the door will be opened. There is both a persistence to this instruction and a promise as to God's answer. Moreover, Adam and Eve heard God, so did Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Moses heard him from a burning bush and a high mountain, and advised the people, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all of his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. We also read that God spoke to the people with a loud voice and wrote his words on two stone tablets so we'd have a written record of his instructions. Moses also advises them, the Lord your God will delight in you if you obey his voice and keep the commands and decrees written in this book of instruction and if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and soul. Isaiah heard the Lord asking, whom shall I send as a messenger to this people who will go for us? And enthusiastically responded, here I am, send me. Wow, and so many prophets went out. But over the years, humanity turned away and they didn't listen to God. So God sent his only son into the world to speak to us directly. Jesus spoke to the sick, daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was healed at that moment. He spoke to the dead and they came back to life and promised, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. He spoke to the troubled, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. He spoke to the fearful, don't be afraid, take courage, I'm here, and spoke peace to our turmoil and grief. He spoke of forgiveness and saving faith and of God's mercy. He told Nicodemus that we must be born again in order to be born of the Spirit. He taught us how to pray, saying, Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. Through the parable of the mustard seed, he explained the kingdom of God, revealing its welcoming abundance and grace. He delighted in teaching us of the Father, as Luke records, at that same time, Jesus was filled with the joy of the Holy Spirit. And he said, oh, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding these things from those who think themselves wise and clever and for revealing them to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. 
he bid his disciples and as come follow me and i will make you fishers of men inviting them and us on a life journey of the impossible made possible and then he showed them as he spoke to the stormy winds silence be still and the evil spirits and they surrendered to his will and the unfruitful fig tree and it shriveled and the bread and the fish and they multiplied in order that thousands could be fed with plenty left over. He spoke to the teacher of the law who understood that we are to love God with all our heart and all of our understanding and all of our strength and our neighbor as ourselves, telling him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. But he warned the religious leaders that sorrow awaits them for the burdens they force others to carry in observing man-made laws they themselves ignore. He warned Judas of his betrayal and Peter of his denial. And he reminds us, as he did Peter, that even if we fall short, we can renew our vows and follow him again. He told all who would listen, I am the bread of life, the light of the world, the gate, and the good shepherd. He said unequivocally, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. For God said, let there be light in the darkness. And so God has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. Paul told us in 2 Corinthians 4, God speaks from Genesis to Revelation, revealing himself in salvation through his son. He never stutters or mumbles or gets it wrong. Indeed, as Psalm 29, 4 states, the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. The prophet Isaiah concurs, promising the Lord will make his majestic voice heard. This new year, let's cut out the rabble of other voices, including our own. Let's get back to hearing from the Lord, studying his word, obeying what he tells us, so we can say with conviction, come, Lord Jesus. May the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's holy people. Amen and amen. <laughs>